in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Hey folks, Archie Mason here. Welcome to another episode of That Farm Life Podcast. We're a resource of agrihealth.net. If you are not familiar with uh, agrihealth.net, go check it out, the website. We've got some resources there available. Our primary purpose and mission is really to kind of help folks with the stress and strain of farm life, rural life. We have a lot of listeners in all the states and many countries around the world. So thank every one of you for joining us today for Another podcast, we do have a guest with us, John. I'm going to try to pronounce his last name right, Brule. And uh, I practiced it before. He is from here in Arkansas. He's involved in pecans and some other uh, ag type of work and uh, products and industry. So he's going to talk about that. So, John, thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Yeah, I know, man. I want to honor your time this morning. We got a lot of folks who are listening to us, whether they're row crop or ranching or specialty crops or whatever. So tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of your background uh, and that. Just let folks kind of know who you are. Okay. So um, yeah, my wife um, and I've been married for about 11 years and we have a seven-year-old, no, eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son. And um, I am transitioning into farming full-time and my wife is a, an architect in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. And, oh, awesome. So uh, you guys live outside of the city then, outside of Little Rock. You live out in the country? We do, yeah. We're about, it's it's pretty convenient. We're only about 25, 30 minutes from downtown Little Rock. Uh, but it's nice to be away from the hustle and bustle of the city. So. Oh, yeah. And so it's a good commute. It's, it's not a bad commute for her uh, getting to work in and out of the city. Uh, yeah. So good stuff. So how did you how did you end up doing what you're doing? How did it start as far as your pecans and your ag stuff? How far back do you want me to go? Hey, you can go as far back as you want to. Um, I'll try and keep it brief. Uh, okay. But um, my grandparents uh, farmed on a, a homesteaded property in our family in southeast Missouri. Um, and, um, from a very early age, you know, lots of memories of going out there and spending summers out there working for them. Um, unfortunately they sold that homestead, um, which is kind of bitter. I know you hate to lose, uh, something you're attached to and emotionally tied to. I understand. Yeah. But the, uh, the connection to, to the farmland and ag, I guess, never left me from a young age. And, I don't remember this, but my dad, uh, my dad recalls me, uh, me wanting to be a farmer from a very, very young age. Um, so then fast forward um, to my college years or just before college, high school, I, uh, I spent my summers uh, earning you know, money to pay for college on my aunt and uncle's cattle ranch in, um, I guess, North Texas is, is where it's located. 
um, about 350 acres of a cow calf operation. And I would live out there every summer and sometimes not leave the ranch for about two or three weeks at a time. And, um, so I, after four or five years of doing that, um, I really, really realized that agriculture is what I wanted to do for a living. And, uh, um, in a roundabout way, you know, I, I graduated college with a degree in design engineering and did some corporate jobs. Um, and for about, I guess that's now 15 years. And then for the last five years, I, I started working for a pecan operation in Scott, Arkansas, uh, just seasonally. It's a very seasonal uh, business. The harvest is October through December. And then they have a shelling operation in North Little Rock. And uh, so I would work uh, work for them. And I've been doing that for about five years. And now my wife and I just uh, just closed on the purchase of their operation this oh, wow. January. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, the craziest thing we've ever done, but uh, we're pretty excited about the opportunity that we had. Yeah. So you are now a professional pecan farmer. That's so, right. Hey, so tell us about that. Uh, that's that's a pretty cool deal. Tell us, kind of walk us through that a little bit, and then tell us what do you do with the pecans that you harvest? I mean, do you sell on the market, or how does that work? Yeah, so we're we're a fairly small operation, um, and uh, really the only way it works for us is we retail a hundred percent of our crop. We have about twenty two acres, and it produces about when it's in full production should produce about twenty to twenty two thousand pounds. And that's just uh, with the wholesale prices, that just would be a hobby. Um, but since we have a shelling facility and uh, the people we bought the business from started it about 20 years ago and have developed quite the reputation. And so um, being able to retail 100% of our crop is really what makes our operation viable. Okay. Do you have a, do you have a name or did you keep their name or y'all, do you have a new yeah. name or new brand? We've talked about rebranding, but the reputation that they have is pretty well established in central Arkansas. And even we have customers drive from, you know, a couple hours away. Uh, but the the name of the company is Bauckham Nuthouse. And uh, so we, you know, we process and sell our pecans, but then un- probably one of our more well-known uh, services is processing other people's pecans. So we have people that have, you know, small orchards, even some large orchards or just a couple pecan trees in their yard. They bring them into our operation and we have um, state of the art equipment that processes them, cracks them and shells them out automatically. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's another income stream, too. So, I mean, that's a good business, good business yep. model. When you retail your pecans, do you, do you sell them online? Do you have them in local stores or supermarkets? So uh, up until January this year, it was 100% retail sales out of our physical brick and mortar location. Um, and then now that we've we've taken over the operation, we've added a website with an online store. Okay. And hey, do you want to give us that website? We'll list it in the show notes, but let the folks know what it is. Sure, I can give it to you. It's um, com. And Bauckham is B-A-U-C-U-M. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going to have to spell that out for us. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> folks, we will. We'll list that in the show notes. And so you'll want to go and uh, check that out because uh, it can be for uh, all types of gifts, but it can be throughout the year. 
you know, Absolutely. for that too. So that is a great, uh, that's a great deal. So what, uh, what other ag products are you, you guys uh, involved in? Anything else? So we, um, a friend of mine uh, is a beekeeper and uh, we've recently moved some of his hives out to our, our farm, our orchard out here. And um, uh, honey sells so well in our store that it, it sells itself and it's almost more popular than our, our pecans. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've, we've recently added that uh, just kind of as an experiment, he had extra honey left and uh, yeah. that's been so successful. We're going to add more hives uh, to our, pro- uh, our property. And then he manages hives in kind of the greater central Arkansas location as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, that's good stuff too. Now you, also are involved in a handmade furniture, correct? Yeah, so um, that's really what I went to school for. Um, and uh, my grandparents on both sides of my family were carpenters, woodworkers. Um, and uh, about five years ago, I was found myself self-employed. Um, my son was just born and uh, I started a custom woodworking business. And uh, that was pretty successful. And I was naive enough to think that I was going to be able to do custom woodworking and farming at the same time. Uh, but, uh, you know, even in the off season, I say that in quotes um, of pecan farming, you know, there's all kinds of stuff to do. Maintenance on equipment, mowing, um, you know, stuff involved with our shelling operation that uh, I'm I'm going to have to cut way back on my custom woodworking stuff. So. I got you. Okay. What's the name of your custom woodworking company or design made industries? Okay. And we do, um, every job was custom. So we did, um, you know, custom chairs for a restaurant, uh, custom benches for some downtown high rises, uh, some stained glass windows, um, for some churches, like the woodworking part of it. Yeah. And, um, stuff like that. Well, that's awesome. Hey, do you have an email address if someone wanted to uh, reach out to you just about your pecans or your or your you know handmade furniture business? How would they get in touch with you? Sure, we have a uh, an email address. Uh, it's pecans at bacumpecan dot com, and okay. that's b a u c u m. Yeah, and again, hey, we'll list that in the show notes. If you're like me, for anybody out there who cannot spell. Uh, and pronounce words very well. That that's for us. We'll list that stuff out, and uh, Miss Mandy will do that. She'll get it where you can uh, uh, find out about these guys. Hey, so here, John, you're in a business. Sounds like you're an entrepreneur. You got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you and your wife uh, both have uh, uh, education in this. You got a family, so there's some stress and strains. How do you deal with some of the stress and strain of pecan farming and all that you do? Yeah. Uh... Man, it's not easy. It gets overwhelming. Um, it can get overwhelming pretty easily, um, you know, especially with when it comes to farms and operations and bank notes and loans and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm very fortunate to have a really supportive family um, in both my 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 parents live in Little Rock, so they're only 25, 30 minutes away. They've always been extremely supportive. Um, I can talk to my parents, you know, um, learn from, from their wisdom. Um, my, and fortunately I have a great set of in-laws as well. And my, my wife's parents, 
Um, so they're just as supportive of our family and uh, they want to see uh, us succeed. Yeah. And so family, family is really key to that. And um, faith is, is a big part of our lives. Um, you know, we have a, a really supportive church community that we've been involved with for, I've been involved with uh, man for 25 years. That's weird to say. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So we've, we've got really good friends and equally they, they want to see us succeed. Um, so, you know, when things get stressful, uh, prayer is big and then reaching out to, um, to friends that really care. Um, unfortunately, you know, we've, especially with COVID, uh, we, we know at least two people pretty close to our family and our, our church family who've, who've committed suicide mm. and that's tough to talk about. Yes. Um, and at, at that time it really hit me and, um, I, I reached out to some of my friends, you know, and and made them promise me, you know, if, uh, if you're ever considering something like that, you have to come talk to us first. Um, you know, we, we want to be there for our, our friends and family and, uh, cause that's just devastating. So uh, it is. And John, I tell you what, for you and your wife, very appreciative of that. Most of the folks, when they are dealing with discouragement and depression, uh, it's always kind of the lie of the enemy that thinks, says, hey, no one else cares about you and that. So you just giving the words and, hey, there's some stuff going on in your life you need someone to talk to because what, and that's the beauty of the podcast too. And we talk about, especially uh, issues like this that, that folks face, it just helps when other people hear and go, hey, you know what? I'm not the only one that's dealing with this, or I heard a story of someone else and, you know, and someone's willing to talk to me. So, hey, what you and your wife have done, that is extremely important. So thank you for doing that, man. Way to go. That's awesome. Well, yeah. thanks. I mean, we're <laughs> we're certainly not perfect, but I, I do know that, uh, you know, we can't solve people's problems. But I think, like you said, just just people knowing that that, yes, people actually do care about you and, and your life and and how you're doing uh, that. Just that's really oh, yeah. all that we can offer. That's so. exactly right. That means so much. John, thank you for being with us today, man. Taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Glad yes, to be sir. here. Well, hey, folks, you right here on the podcast, you've heard it. John, you need to check out the pecans. I'm going to get my wife. We're going to have to go online and, and check this out, maybe make an order. So uh, help support him and his family. Uh, if you, We've also got listed the email address. You want to reach out to him and just ask questions about what he does or that kind of stuff. Now, we got a lot of folks around the U.S. and even around the world that are listening. So great pecans here in Arkansas. That is a good thing. And then also, too, you know, John's very candid. And he talked about this, you know, uh, God made us for community. And so we need each other uh, in our lives. And so if you're out there somewhere uh, discouraged, you think you're by yourself, uh, you can reach out to me here at archie.agrihealth.net. We know a lot of good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching churches around the nation. And so we can help you find a place to find that community uh, of other people. And then also, too, he talked about his faith. And he talked about praying and, uh, you know, calling upon the Lord. Uh, we talked about his faith, and you may be out there and you say, man, I don't understand that. Well, again, just want to encourage you, reach out to me here uh, from the podcast on the email, and I'll be happy to visit with you about that. Hey, if you like the podcast, we ask you to subscribe to it. Uh, again, give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, share this with your friends. Uh, if you're interested in being part of the podcast, you say, hey, I got a story that I'd like to share. Hey, please reach out to us. Uh, we would love to visit with you regarding that. Hey, we plan to be right back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, keep farming and keep the faith. I'll see you then.
You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith.